Karen stands in the way of my mother's handicapped parking spot, so I give her a taste of her own medicine. Here's what happened. Subscribe to Am I the Jerk on YouTube and hit the bell for notifications. One afternoon at 5pm, when it was around 105 degrees in the US, my wife, my in-laws, my two kids and I are in a packed parking lot outside of a little market. There also happened to be a fair going on at the same time. There being so many of us, we had to take two vehicles. That being said, my mother-in-law is handicapped and needs the special parking that comes along with that. However, there was no open handicap parking spots available. I found two parking spots, one being closer than the other. I took the parking spot furthest away so they could park as close as possible, so she wouldn't have to walk far. As I parked, a woman got out of the passenger seat of a parked car further down and walked up to the open parking spot and took her stance. My in-laws tried pulling into the parking spot and the woman would not move. So I did the only reasonable thing you can do in that situation. I stood behind my in-law's car and in front of the other woman's car, whom the lady standing was waiting for. She yelled at me to move. So I calmly said no. You can't hold that parking spot. She needs to move. She yelled some more and refused to budge. So I did the best thing I could. I told them I have all day and I sat in the middle of the parking lot in front of that car in the blistering heat. After about two minutes of me sitting there, the woman trying to hold the parking spot finally moved so my in-laws could park there. My butt was on fire, but it was 100% worth it as she walked away ticked off. And to make matters worse, the jerk lost her other parking spot and I'm pretty sure they had to park a lot further than they were. I think we've all seen the videos online of some Karen or another doing something very similar to this. You can't just stand in the parking spot and claim it. That's not how it works. And in this case, our original poster had a legitimate reason for needing a closer parking spot, with their mother-in-law being disabled. Our poster sure did give them a taste of their own medicine, though. You can't really complain about what he's doing, because you're doing the exact same thing. Entitled mother and daughter ruin my friend's marriage proposal. In this story, I'm going to leave out some details and things that were said, mainly because most of it gets off track from the point I want to say, and are just rude and childish for me to explain and mention. This happened last week. It was the first warm, sunny day we had in a while, so my friends decided to go to the park and hang out. It was Saturday, and most of us didn't have work that day. We bring some food, a football, and we're having a good time. There are also some families, people walking on the trails, kids at the swings, and jungle gyms at etc. Just a generally nice day. We're at a picnic table eating, having dessert, when a friend suddenly stands up and says he has something to announce. He then turns to his girlfriend that he has been dating since grade 10 and proposes with a ring. Surrounded by friends in beautiful scenery, lovely time and place, his girlfriend gets all teary-eyed and says yes. We cheer and congratulate them as he puts the ring on her finger. A little while later is when entitled mother and daughter walk up to us. Entitled daughter must have been about 10 or so years older than any of us, and it amazed me how she acted like a 5-year-old wanting a toy she couldn't have with her mother. They approach us, and for a moment I think maybe they're congratulating my friends. Nope. Entitled mother. Excuse me, may I ask a favor? We all look at each other confused. The boyfriend. Uh, sure. Entitled mother. 
Could my daughter have that ring? Now, I've heard some pretty dumb things in my life and have dealt with entitled mothers before, but this one takes the cake as the most ridiculous. The boyfriend. What? No. The entitled mother doesn't take that as an answer and continues talking, saying that her daughter needs the ring. When my daughter's ex-husband proposed, he didn't give her a real ring. She needs a real one to feel like a real bride. It ruined their whole wedding and marriage. It shocked me that the woman thought my friend, all of us at that table, being broke college students, would have enough money to buy a real wedding ring. It wasn't either. The boyfriend. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, but she can't have the ring. Another friend. Wait, you said ex-husband, right? Why does she need the ring if she's not even married anymore? Entitled daughter. Because the wife gets to keep the engagement ring even after the divorce. Everyone knows that, silly. The girlfriend. But why do you need my ring? Entitled daughter. I'm reaching my 30s. It's too late for me to find love and marry again. I need a ring to remind me that I'm still worthy. Me. But what about the ring you got from the divorce? And at this point, I kind of found it hard that she'd ever been engaged to begin with. Entitled daughter. Because it wasn't real. I need a real one. The girlfriend. Well, this ring isn't a real diamond either if that's what you're looking for. The boyfriend. No college student can afford that. The entitled daughter then tried to take hold of the girlfriend's hands. I think maybe to see the ring, judging by the look of shock on her face when she was told it wasn't real, or maybe to try and take it by force. But either way, we'd had enough of her and all told the mother and daughter to leave. As they left, the mother yelled at all of us and told my two friends that their marriage would be a train wreck. The boyfriend shouted back, Not as much as your gold digger daughter's marriage. This set off the entitled daughter. She didn't charge at us, but she looked like a bull about to. I've never seen a grown woman have such a fit in her life. She threw a tantrum for a good five minutes before stomping off. That jerk ruined the rest of the day for us, but my friends are still going strong and are planning to marry later in the year after they graduate. I understand why the husband left her, I think. This woman sounds like a nightmare. One of the most entitled people I might have ever heard of. It's quite clear that her mother has been enabling this for a long time. That takes a lot of kahunas to walk up to someone and just ask for their engagement ring. Like, what makes you think you have the right to just walk into this moment? this special day that these two are having and take it away. For your daughter who isn't even getting married, isn't even married, she's divorced? What? Why do you want this ring? What makes you think you're in any way entitled to it? This story just makes me mad. My dad did what he felt he had to do to protect my mom from her abusive father. This isn't my story, but rather my father's revenge on my mom's abusive dad. So some details may be wrong. My parents were born in a rural part of Mexico in a small town. An important thing to note is that the area they lived in had a problem with scorpions, and the nearest hospital was a few hours away. Life wasn't exactly easy for them. My mom didn't get far in school, having been taken out after sixth grade, while my dad didn't finish fourth grade of elementary school. Life was tough having to find any sort of work to help to support the family. My mom grew up with a strict set of parents, and her dad was prone to violent outbursts, while her mom was emotionally and sometimes physically abusive. My dad grew up with a single mother. My parents met one night when they were about 15 years old, and from what my mom said, they hit it off right away. Nothing romantic, but they quickly became great friends. My dad's mom came to view her as somewhat of 
have a daughter and would like to have her over whenever she had the chance. But for some reason, my dad was never invited to her house. The next two years of my mom's life were really difficult, especially since her father started drinking more frequently and her mother became even more distant. There were times when my dad saw something was wrong simply because of how she walked and how she started to flinch with even the tiniest touch. She also never had him visit her house and would spend a lot of time at his. Pretty soon, they officially started dating. One day, my mom's mother simply disappeared with no explanation. This caused her dad to become even more abusive. She endured all of this because, try as she might, she simply couldn't leave him. Until when she was 18 years old, she discovered she was pregnant with me. When her dad found out, he smacked her across the face, got his belt, and brutally hit her, and called her all sorts of names. She managed to get out before anything worse happened. She ran to my dad's house where she explained everything to him, and how her life had been miserable for such a long time, and how she was pregnant. He, right then and there, knew he had to get revenge for all the years of abuse she'd endured. He knew simply turning him in wouldn't be enough. He had to make sure he was taken care of for good. My dad knew many people who worked with getting rid of scorpions, and which ones would be the most dangerous and lethal. He went looking and found a few with the highest chance of killing someone. The following day, he was able to sneak into my mom's house and put the scorpions underneath the abusive dad's bed covers and went home. The following day, when my mom went back to her house with my dad, they found him gone in his bed. She was horrified and shocked. My dad pretended to be shocked too. They got married soon after I was born. They moved to the States after applying and getting accepted for a work visa. He kept this secret for many years, and when he finally told her, she was both upset and happy. She was glad he told her, and that jerk being gone changed everything for both of their lives. Okay, this one's pretty intense. There were plenty of other ways to deal with this situation that wouldn't have been quite so permanent. At the end of the day, no matter what the situation, I can't sit here and give our original poster's dad the thumbs up for what he did. I totally understand that he felt he needed to get her away from her father, but this was not the way to do it. There's really not much else for me to say on this one, honestly. I get it, but just no. The bouncer tried to steal my ID, insisting that it was fake. This happened a few years ago. I definitely look older now that I am older, currently 27. But when I was 25, I tried to get into a bar back in my hometown. I was in line with my friend who was in their mid-30s. The bouncer was checking all IDs, which is pretty usual. I hand him my real ID. I'm above the legal drinking age, so shouldn't be a problem, right? The bouncer examines my ID way harder than he did my friends. Then he scans it, which he didn't do to anyone else before me. The scanner approved it, but he's not buying it. He looks at me and asks me the name on my ID, which I tell him. I know all the information on the card because it's my real ID. He proceeds to take my ID and tells me he knows it's fake and that he's keeping it. I start to kind of panic and defend myself telling him it's real and I can show him my debit card or something else to prove it. He stands his ground trying to wave me off and starts helping people behind me. I start getting upset, telling him to just give me back my ID and I won't go into his stupid bar. He refuses, saying he'll call the cops if I don't leave. I told him, Yes, please, do call the cops. That's my ID and you're trying to steal it, which can't be legal. 
If you don't call the cops, I will. My friend comes over to see what's going on, and I explain that the bouncer thinks I have the most impressive fake ID known to man and is trying to take it. She turns to the bouncer and explains that I'm 25 and of drinking age. Apparently, she knows the owner of the bar, so she demands that the bouncer return my ID and that the owner will be hearing of this. The bouncer ends up handing my real ID back to me. I'm so heated now, I open my wallet and start pulling out all my cards, saying, See? Look. My name is here, here, here. Look. He just stood there being dumb. I got my ID back and we didn't drink there that night. That bar is no longer in business. Probably not because of the jerk bouncer or anything, but screw that guy. Bouncers are notorious jerks. Honestly, like it's in the job description. But the fact that your ID checked all the requirements and he just took it upon himself to assume it was fake and then not even give you the chance to prove otherwise just shows what an arrogant jerk this guy is. I hate to say it, but he's probably in the right line of work. Unfortunately for our original poster. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I walked out of my sister's wedding because she refused to let my husband be in any of the pictures. I'm a 31-year-old male. My sister, Anne, 34, got married on Saturday. My husband of seven years, Mark, who's 32, was there with me. And up until one point, it was an amazing evening. After the ceremony, Anne wanted a picture of all of our siblings. There's five of us and their respective partners. So we started lining up. When Anne saw that my husband was standing next to me, she shook her head and said something about him ruining the aesthetic. Apparently, her plan was to put one woman and one man next to each other alternately. My youngest sister, 18, who doesn't have a partner and was standing on the very side, offered to stand between the two of us, so we could be close and Anne's wish would still be respected. I thought that was a great solution, but Anne disagreed and told Mark to get out of the picture. He's quite introverted and tries to avoid confrontation under all circumstances. So he simply complied and told me to not get angry, but it was obvious that he was hurt and disappointed by being left out. Obviously, it didn't stop me from getting angry, and I walked away with him. I can understand that Anne wants her wedding pictures to look exactly how she imagined them, but I think the idea my younger sister proposed was very reasonable. I congratulated Anne and her husband one last time, but then I said my goodbyes. When I was asked why we were leaving early, especially before taking the pictures, I said that I didn't feel like our presence was wanted. We left before dinner was served, and I took Mark out to his favorite restaurant to cheer him up a little. Anne has texted me since saying that I was being overdramatic and making a fuss over nothing. Our parents have tried to remain neutral, but except for my youngest sister, the rest of the family supports Anne and thinks that leaving early was going too far and that I should have sucked it up instead of ruining her big day. Am I the jerk for leaving early? 
I totally understand why you would feel slighted on this. It just seems disrespectful. I totally agree that your younger sister's suggestion seemed like the perfect compromise. I really don't understand why the bride would be opposed to it. It's understandable that our original poster would read that situation as the bride just not wanting our poster's husband in the picture, period. I would like to say just let it go and try and enjoy the rest of the evening and spend time with your family at your sister's wedding, but I get how that would leave a bad taste in your mouth, and you wouldn't necessarily want to spend the rest of the night there. The last thing you want would be to make more of a scene because you feel ticked off. Honestly, it was probably the best call to just leave and call it a day. It sucks, but it was probably the best call. I gave my parents an ultimatum. They need to choose between me or my brother. I, 21-year-old male, have a brother, Tim, who's 24. Ever since we were young, he's always bullied me for not being as smart as him and sneering at my passion for sports. Our parents tried to stop him, but Asian households meant they valued brains over brawn, so he was always favored growing up. Less so now as I have a stable job and am able to show my worth. I do still love them, but not Tim. He can't bully me as much as I outmuscle and outsize him, but the insults and jabs over the last 10 years are a sticking point. At the end of last year, I came out as gay. My parents took time to accept it. Dad is even going to Asian support groups to find out more. Tim, however, went off the rockers, verbally screaming about how I was a disgrace and a shame, how I must have ruined our genes, and mocking whether I even had real man bits. Mum says he just needs more time to process, but he's shown none of that, getting worse and joining this religious group at his university. This weekend, I came home late to find my room had been completely emptied. My clothes, posters, all my gym and sport equipment, all my books, everything gone. The only thing intact was my laptop. I asked my parents and they had no idea as they were out and had left the house to Tim and his project group. I called him downstairs and he said that he was curing my perverted ways and that him and his religious group are gonna change me for the better. I won't repeat everything he said, but he made a list of everything he threw out and why each item made me a pervert. Among the items he threw out was a signed item worth $1,200. I'm finally fed up and straight up told my parents that either he stays or I stay, but I'm not living with someone who hates me. I recounted since I was young about him bullying, insulting, stealing, and ruining my stuff. This wasn't the first time. I made it clear that while I love them, if they still supported Tim ruining my life, I was cutting off contact. I grabbed my laptop and bag because I had nothing left, and I left, staying at a friend's place. I've cooled down and called my mom saying that I won't cut off contact, but while Tim is still living at home, I won't ever be visiting. She's begged me to reconsider, saying that we can still fix the relationship, that she and dad are going to get my stuff back, but I'm adamant that I can't coexist with Tim. I have money saved up so I can rent and survive easily enough, so living is not an issue for me, unlike Tim who's still studying. My friends support my decision to move out, but my relatives have been saying that I'm going overboard, that I shouldn't punish my parents for what Tim did, 
They all say I'm a jerk for forcing my parents to choose between their two sons, even if Tim is wrong. I'm close to my relatives. I have a cousin who may as well be my actual brother, and even he thinks I shouldn't be so aggressive with cutting Tim out. I do feel bad for my parents, but I don't think I'm wrong to get away from that toxicity. Am I the jerk? I think you're completely right. You don't need that kind of stuff in your life. Your brother sounds like a horrible, hateful person. And I understand how having your parents, the people that you love the most, still support this person who's making you absolutely miserable can be really difficult, but you get it at the same time. He's still their son, too. They can't really just abandon him. It sucks that this is what it has to come to for everyone to feel like they're in a safe environment, but maybe that's what has to happen. I am glad that you reconsidered completely cutting out your parents, because at the end of the day, I'm sure they don't want any of this. They want both of you to be happy and love each other and be good brothers. Unfortunately, they only have so much control over the situation. It sounds like the rest of your family is very supportive of you. Maybe you just move forward without your brother involved in your life. You'll be better off, it sounds like. Just focus on surrounding yourself with the people who are positive and do support you. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories, linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, give Am I the Genius a shot, linked in the description as well. Either way, thanks a lot for watching, and we'll see you guys next time.